What's up, everyone, and welcome in to the Jack Vita Show. I'm your host, as always. Well, not as always, because sometimes uh, our meteorologist friend, Anthony Franz, he tags in and he hosts the show. But And Chase, you did host the show with me one time. You were the host, technically, one episode. I, I, te- I technically was after the Bills beat the Steelers uh, this past <laughs> season. Yes, I was. <laughs> yes, you earned that right. But I'm your host, per usual, Jack Vita, and we are live right now on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We got a heck of a show coming up for you guys live. Thank you to everyone who's hanging out with us live. Greetings to everyone who's joining us the day after in the podcast feed. As you can see, I'm being joined by... Not Jordan Morandini, but Chase Beebe. He's he's filling in for Jordan this week. Hello to everyone on the podcast as well. Glad to be back. Let's do this. Yeah, Chase, I think you had the... Did you have the second most amount of appearances last year on the podcast? I think I sent you... Yeah, I did. I, yeah. I had the second most with like five, maybe four or five. I think it was four. Four, four, four. four yeah, sounds right. And uh, that was that was a good showing for you. Um, Jordan, of course, led with seven. And I thought Jordan and I were going to be doing this every week. But Jordan's a busy man. And if you listen to him last week, it, you could tell that, you know, these are very time consuming. And this is a big help for you to be filling in for him this week. I'm more than happy to be here. Uh, you can see the shirt. I'm Well, for those of you who are on the live, you can see the shirt I'm wearing podcasts. I'm wearing a a retro bills uh, kind of pullover, and I'm excited to be here and, and again talk some football. Yeah, great stuff. That's why we got you here, Chase. Um, and it's your squad. It's good timing. Jordan will probably be back with us at some point. I hope he's all right. <laughs> no, he, he's yeah, fine. He is. <laughs> Jordan will. Uh, I, he'll probably be here in two weeks when we preview the Super Bowl. That's my guess. Could be wrong, but who knows. Chase is here for today. So we got a great fill-in. We got a great show. Chase, um, we have some conference championship games to get into today. We also have some NFL news from around the league that we're going to chat about. And in addition to that, we also have a couple of great guests who are going to hop in and out of this live stream. We have our producer, Nate Smith. Nate, I'm going to bring you in right now for a second here. Nate, how are you doing? What's up, everyone? This is producer Nate. Nate was last week uh, really lighting it up with the comment <laughs> and giving us a lot of good content to talk about. So he's going to be helping us out here on the show today. Yep. I'll be uh, sneaking around in the background doing some Googling for the guys if they need to bring me in. You know, I'm going to bring some hot takes. I know Chase is going to fire out some hot takes about my Packers. And, you know, maybe yeah. I'll say something about his bills. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. We'll see. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> well, um, we're glad to have you here on standby, and we look forward to bringing you back in, in and out. Should be fun. Sounds good. All right. So we got Nate. In addition to Nate, we have, as I hinted at earlier, the meteorologist Anthony Franz, who officially declared himself the official meteorologist of the Jack Vita show today. I think he's earned that title. He definitely did. Uh, good friend of ours from Valparaiso. Uh, working down in Midland now, chief meteorologist, and now he can add this to the resume, head meteorologist at, for the Jack Vita show. I mean, hey, he's made it. He's made it in life. <laughs> <laughs> he's made it in life. Absolutely. So before we get into everything that we're doing today, Chase, I got to ask you, 
because you are a CBS All Access subscriber. Yes. What have you been enjoying on there lately? Um, so I've been going back watching some NCIS. Uh, I've gotten started to get a little bit into Hawaii Five O. Never a show I really watch, but I started to watch a few episodes here and there. Kind of just that's kind of my show. I just throw on in the background. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not the most invested, but it's a good show for that. Um, and I haven't really do- dove back into Survivor at all, but uh, <laughs> I have to. I really do. I keep telling you every time I'm on the podcast, he's, every the listeners are probably like, "Yeah, he's never going to do that." So, but I promise <laughs> I will eventually. <laughs> good stuff. Well, there's a lot of great stuff over there on CBS All Access. You want to support this show? Why don't you go over there and get the uh, go to jackvita.com/slash/cbs and. Um, Nate's wondering, oh, trivia question here from producer Nate. How many episodes are there of NCIS? Chase, you might know this because you've been using the streaming platform. Yeah, but I don't count episodes and there's a lot of seasons. Um, I'm, I, my, I feel like my guess would just be so far off, but I'm going to guess upwards of... Uh, let's go ahead and say 220... 220 episodes that could be a lot i don't know All right, could be under. type that answer in here and i can uh, relay that yes what is it oh 344 gosh. okay all on cbs all access so great stuff over there uh go to jackvita.com slash cbs every time you do that you sign up you get a one-week free trial and you're also supporting this show another way you can support support the show we also are sponsored by fanatics if you want to pick up some good gear go to jackvita.com slash fanatics and finally, on jackvita.com, we also now have a PayPal, peep, PayPal, PayPal, that's what I was trying to say, PayPal button. Uh, so if you just uh, are enjoying the content and you want to donate to the show, not making too much money from it. So uh, any contribution means a lot to me. Really appreciate it. Uh, this is going to be a great year. I'm going at it full steam ahead. Just wrote a piece earlier in the week, uh, actually yesterday about what I think the Miami Dolphins should do with that number three pick in this draft. Yeah, you uh, you thought that they should reunite the two Bama boys, didn't you? I think they should. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk. We'll chat more about that in a second. One other thing. Uh, if you're looking for the recap of our playoff games from last weekend, you can check that out in the podcast feed. I spoke with... Haley Jordan, a recent Indiana graduate and Indiana University, I should say. She was also Miss Indiana a few years ago. So pretty cool guest to have on. And she was very insightful. Big Chiefs fan. She was uh, (laughs) cautiously optimistic about things going to this week. But yeah. Yeah, definitely an episode I'm going to have to check out because I did not tune into that one. So (laughs) I've, I've, I've got to catch up on that one. Uh, but no, but she, I, don't think she has anything, I don't think she has anything to worry about. Uh, by the way, we can talk about it later, but I think Patrick Mahomes is playing on Sunday. All right. Well, Nate is also going to help us with our injury updates. So we got a lot of great stuff. Let's get into it. And let's start with really the headline for the day. Philip Rivers calling it quits after 17 years in the NFL. Were you expecting anything otherwise, Chase? Not really. I knew that this was kind of. I knew when he signed the one-year deal with the Colts, it was kind of like, this is you know this is this is his last go for it. You know what I mean? They had a good team. You know they had a good offensive line uh, going into the season. We know their run game is always good. 
uh, young, good, young defense. And I was like, yeah, he's going to give it one more shot here. And he did. He gave it such, I mean, what a run, right? And he gave, yeah. he, I think he played the best game of his season against the Bills, to be honest with you. He looked yeah. awesome. He really did. Uh, so hats off to him. I mean, they, they, I think they outproduced us in offense by like almost 100 yards. And, you know, thankfully we came away with the win. But uh, I thought he played a heck of a game. And he's such an awesome guy. You know what I mean? He's like the, he phrased the coin dang nabbing and dog on it and all those you know all all the nfl players will say how he's such an awesome uh what's the word i'm looking for smack talker but he doesn't swear so it's always you know it's, it's a fun balance of things but it, you know watching some of his mic'd up mic'd up videos are you know super entertaining and hilarious yeah he's great so uh, Philip Rivers calling it quits, and you know there are a lot of guys right now, a lot of people trying to find the next Tony Romo on broadcasts. I think Philip Rivers would be terrific on, on uh, Sunday or even a Monday night broadcast. I could definitely see it, uh, especially just because he's kind of got that persona. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's serious, but at the same time, he can lighten it up if he needs to. He obviously knows the game very, very well. He's had great success, you know, at, at the quarterback position for the past seventeen years. And uh, no, I would love to see him there along with uh, along with Drew, you know, one day, Mr. Yes. Breeze. <laughs> yes. Do you think Drew Breeze is done? I don't think we have any official news on that quite yet. We don't have any official news. I do think he's done just kind of the way. I mean, I know well, I don't know, but I can assume the way he's feeling right now is he wants more than anything to come back because he doesn't want to go out throwing an interception as his last NFL throw and throwing what three, two, two, three picks in his last game. Uh, he doesn't want that to be, you know, how he's remembered, but it won't be how he's remembered, you know, in a lot of uh, people's eyes. Oh, good question by Nate. Um, but I do think just the way he left the field, looked at the field one last time, I think I think Drew might be done. Too. Yeah, and you know what's funny about Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers is Phillip Rivers was drafted as a guy to replace Drew Brees. And Drew could end up, if he choose to play another year, he could end up playing even longer past Philip Rivers, the guy who was supposed to be his replacement in San Diego and was his replacement. Yeah, what an interesting story. There's a yeah. I, I just saw a video, we don't have to talk about it, but I saw a really cool video about well, I wouldn't know if it's cool, but about the whole Brett Favre of Aaron Rodgers when when they when Rodgers was under him in uh, Green Bay and that was an interesting video. So I'll have to send it to you on your own time. But but let's take a look at Nate's question. Uh, yeah. If you want to read it, I think it's a good question. Yeah, Nate is wondering if Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. If so, first ballot. I'm going to flip that over to you, Chase. I don't think he's first ballot. What do you think, Hall of Famer? I, I was hoping you would touch on it first. Uh, I do think he's a Hall of Famer, yes. I think he's had a very good career. I think the only two years he didn't start nearly every game was his first two years. Looking at this right now, uh, 16 games started all the way. I mean, that's crazy, right? Since 2006, 16 <laughs> games started, and he started every game uh, with some awesome records. You know, 14, 11, 13, some off years for sure. But uh, no, I think I think he is. I think he's going to be a. Uh, a Hall of Famer? I don't think first ballot, no. I think he... So I think he'll get into the Hall of Fame. I don't know if he should be in the Hall of Fame. I think the hall it should be the Hall of Fame. It should be the greatest, the great. And I don't really know if he was ever great. I think he was really, really good for a long time. Um, 
But I do think it's interesting if you were to talk about quarterbacks from that 2004 draft, how would you rank them in terms of career? Roethlisberger, Eli, Phil. I would have Roethlisberger number one, obviously. Uh, (laughs) A little bit of bias there, but I'd have Roethlisberger. And I'd probably take Eli second because he won those two Super Bowls. I I can see that rankings for sure. Uh, in pure skill wise, I'm going to put Phil ahead of Eli. I think Phil's a better quarterback than Eli Manning. I love Eli Manning too. I have his college jersey and everything, you know, an Ole Miss guy. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, no, um, I, I think Phil is like, is very talented at the quarterback position for, you know, he's a, a traditional pocket passer, you know what I mean? And he's, and he does it well, um, over the years, I still think he's, he's been doing it well, but. Yeah, I, I do. I think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. You know, eventually, I don't think he's a first ballot. Definitely not. All right, let's ask producer Nate, and then we're going to move on to something else. So, let's Nate, we're going to give you a chance to answer your own question. Okay, cool. Uh, so, I think he's a Hall of Famer in one thing: baby making. He has nine kids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, if him and Tiffany suit up, they got a whole starting lineup. So that's pretty <laughs> impressive. Um, but you know, Phil is a very talented quarterback i mean uh one thing that uh that i heard earlier uh today actually i was listening to i think it was i think it was pat McAfee's show um how unfortunate it was that he was coming up at the same time as peyton manning and tom brady at least they're in the same both in the afc um so you know would he had his shot in a in a title game or in a Super Bowl, for that matter, um, if it wasn't for two legends happening to be in the playoffs every year to contend with, you know, um, that'd be tough. I don't know if uh, if Brett Favre would have it, gone to a Super Bowl uh, if if he had to go up against guys like that every year. Same with Aaron Rodgers, you know. Um, you know, I, I think he's a very talented quarterback. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, kind of along the same same lines as like a, a Matt Stafford kind of guy where yeah, he's going to put up insane numbers. He's a very gritty. He's going to be, you know, he didn't miss a start for 250 some starts. So, I mean, uh, I definitely think he's a Hall of Famer. I don't know. First ballot's tough, though. Yeah, probably not first ballot. All right. Thank you, Nate. We'll uh, definitely be bringing you back in and out here. Uh, we got some other stuff. Uh, we're pressed for time, so we can't only spend so much time on these topics before we get into the games right now. What's really interesting, Chase, there's a lot. And I wrote about it in my, uh, my piece that I wrote on jackvita.com about this Miami Dolphins situation with the number three overall pick Deshaun Watson is not happy right now in Houston. And it's tough to gauge how much of this, to what extent is he, does he really, is he trying to force his way out is some of this being a little blown up uh, by the press because it makes a good story? We don't necessarily know, but he could be traded and we'll see what ends up happening. There's been a lot of talk, though, about should a team such as the Dolphins, the Jets, the Jaguars, one of these teams with the top three picks, should they trade that pick and more potentially for Deshaun Watson? Personally, I would say no. What do you think, Chase? Uh, I think yes. Not in regards to the Dolphins. I, I don't, obviously don't want the Dolphins to do it. Uh, being in the AFC East, I don't want to see Deshaun Watson t- twice a year, uh, especially what he did to us last year in the playoffs. But 
Um, no, I, so just going in the whole situation, I think he is trying to force himself. I personally think he's trying to force himself out. I really think he's unhappy there just with the staff, uh, hearing some of the rumors going around about how he kind of has no power in, in anything. But why should like, he have power? He's, he's a, a superstar <laughs> quarterback. If, if you hear what, uh, Look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady's running that offense. I don't think there's any say. Tom Brady's won six offense. Super Bowls. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Watson is a freak of an athlete, though. Like he's great, yeah. But yeah, this is and he has chance he hasn't to win his rookie contract. I, I understand that, but he's one of those talents that you have to, you know, work like work with, work with him. You know what I mean? He's. I don't yeah, think. He's, yeah, he's, you he might not be him. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he's trying to ask for complete control. I really don't. I just don't think he's had any, you know, say or. or I feel like he's not. He feels like he's not being heard, and because of that, he just wants out. Uh, so I think, but like, I could see the Jets potentially shooting for him. I could see the Dolphins. You know, I I'm kind of on board. You know, after reading your piece about you know them potentially going for Smith with that pick number three, but uh, Eagles. No, I think the Eagles are are set. I don't know. Chase, I think, I think uh, that um, yeah. we'll see what ends up happening here. I mean, but I yeah. do think that. There's such a premium right now. And I think the Jets, as you mentioned, could be a, the team out of these three that yeah. could make that move, bring in a superstar to New York, New York City and finally getting that quarterback makes a lot of sense. I do think, though, for the Dolphins, you just drafted a quarterback a year ago and you yeah. liked them then, you still like them now. And then uh, for that matter, you also have Trevor, who is, uh, you know, a generational prospect. I know a lot of people are going to say, well, you get a for sure thing if you make that trade, but you're also paying $20 million more annually, roughly, maybe more than that. And I think right now there's so much value to look at the last four teams standing in the AFC this year, Baker, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, all these guys are on rookie contracts. And if you have a guy who can play at a high level, on that rookie deal, it unlocks so much in terms of what you can do financially to put a team around them. You have a nice little four or five year window there where the Chiefs are still going to be competitive and really good for the next 10 years, but they're going to have some challenges when they start having to pay Mahomes. And yeah. Watson's going to be coming up next year, he makes 10 million. After that, it'll be around 25, 30 million every single year. I think that the teams that could be in the market to make that trade are the teams that are not going to have the opportunity to draft Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, uh, Trey Lance, or Zach Wilson. Those guys who we look at who could be gone by like pick seven or eight. So I'm thinking maybe a team like the Carolina Panthers or maybe a team such as the Denver Broncos who've been in and out looking for a lot of different pieces at quarterback. You can make that trade and Yes, the Texans won't be acquiring a top three pick, but they could accumulate four or five draft picks, two first, a couple of seconds, maybe a third. That's the type of move I think would end up happening if he does get moved. I could see that as well. I could see, uh, I mean, the Panthers do have what pick seven this year though. So they could definitely secure a quarterback there. Uh, I could see Denver. I like I told you over our group chat earlier. I think Denver needs to get a quarterback. I don't think Drew Locke's their guy. 
I don't know, but some sometimes the Jets, man, just brought in the new staff, kind yeah. of, and I think with the new staff, they want a new face, and it's just the question of do they go rookie or do they go a guaranteed superstar? You know what I mean? Or and do they stick with Darnold, run it back another year? I, I understand that, but my whole point is new coaching staff. They want to wipe <laughs> yes. the the slate clean and kind of go. I want to, you know, I think I don't hate Darnold. I think Darnold's a good quarterback. I really do. Uh, so I, I wouldn't knock them if they stuck with Darnold. I really wouldn't. But I don't think they will. That's just my opinion. All right. And the last thing before we get to the actual games, we've got some coaches. Uh, coaching Carousel is alive and well. I believe we have, to this date, we have four coaches that have been hired. And so I'll run through the list. Most recently, the Lions uh, making their hire today official, Dan Campbell, a saint he's a saints assistant head coach when i saw campbell i actually thought it was campbell from iowa state when i saw the uh <laughs> the name i saw it just says lions uh tag campbell as their new head coach that's what you thought originally yeah <laughs> uh no I, I i knew who it was um was dan campbell involved in the whole bounty i think gate? he's younger than that i don't was, I, was he oh no I like he's an go... offensive guy, though. I, I don't oh, think he is. Okay, then I don't yeah. think it was him. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, sorry. I was just injured. when I saw so when I saw that. That's the first thing that popped in my head. I was like, is he? Because I'm pretty sure the uh, Nate might look this up, but the defensive coordinator at the time, I forgot his name, um, but he was older, I think. So never mind. Regard that he was with the Dolphins. Greg Williams. Greg Williams. Okay, yeah. How do I forget that? How do I forget Greg? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's a a, a good hire. I I don't have much to say about him to be honest with you because i don't know offensive minded guy though going to the lions they have good weapons you know they have uh i don't know we'll, we'll see what happens but i think uh i think i think it's a good hire i like the offensive mind going to detroit i do nate's here to clean this up for us yeah motor city dan is what they're calling him uh so uh so this guy is a hardo um, so this is an old school football coach. Uh, there are stories about him making the Dolphins players run the Oklahoma drill at practice. Wow. Uh, so this guy is old school, um, motivate, scream at the players kind of guy, but he's very, apparently he's, he's a leader. He's, he's much more of a, a motivator than he is a play caller. So, uh, that's all I've heard about him. Uh, but I have heard that he he's a pretty gritty guy, a <laughs> big personality. So uh, something good for Detroit. Uh, I don't know if that means Matt Stafford will stick around. I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> well, thank you, Nate. And uh, a couple more of these we got. We'll just run through them real quick. Brandon Staley from the Rams. He's taking over that Chargers job. Robert Sala from the 49ers. Uh, hot commodity. A lot. Of, it seemed to be the – him and Eric Bieniemy were the guys I was hearing the most about. Bieniemy has not taken a job. I still think I feel like Bieniemy is going to make the most sense in Houston. I feel like he's going to be the guy there. I could definitely see that. No, I love the Jets hire. I think that is the type of hire that kind of like the Sean McDermott when we hired Sean McDermott. Like it's it's an, I you should hired say low. Him, Chase. No, sorry, you're right. You're right. When the Buffalo Bills hired sean mcdermott uh it was kind of like you get this defensive minded guy in i'm not saying uh he's a bit the biggest defensive moment sean mcdermott was complete defensive mind but his coaching style like he just he built a a culture a winning culture and i think that's going to kind of what we're going to see with the jets over over the next couple of years uh i, I like him as a guy I like him as a coach i think he's going to do really well there in new york 
Awesome. And then finally, the big one, Urban Meyer to the NFL. I did talk about this a little bit with STEM last week. Your thoughts on this hire, Chase? Uh, a good hire. I mean, Urban Meyer, he's come on. It, like He's got an awesome resume. I think he's going to be they have so much young talent there. And the thing is, is they're going to get a young quarterback and Urban Meyer is the king of developing young quarterbacks. And and that's what's so exciting because we're going to be able to see that Trevor, just saying, I think Trevor, obviously, right? It's got to be Trevor. Yeah. Uh, the, the Trevor uh, and uh, Urban duo build together. I think it's going to like, and the thing is they have so much young talent too, you know, in the receiving core, obviously James Robinson's super young. So that offense is going to be, I think, very good, very fast, and it's just going to get better. And, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. You know what I mean? It's going to be fun to watch and see how it goes. Yeah, from Alex Smith to Tim Tebow to any mix of quarterbacks at o- the Ohio State University, he's, uh, he's done a great job with quarterbacks. He's the right guy. I'm excited to see how this plays out. Chase, we got to talk. We got two games this week. So, Two weeks ago, Jordan and I had six games. We started out one and five. The problem is we agreed on every single spread. And then we did again this past week, only after our rough start, we bounced back, went four and oh this past week. So back at 500 now. Let's see how we do this week. But only two games to get to this time. A little bit easier. Yeah. Well, it's not easy. I shouldn't say that. But our, our odds are better. yes we'll see how it goes let's start with the Packers game Nate would you like to come in and set the table for this one let's bring him in and Nate also has our injury updates so Nate I'm gonna let you give a little uh give us what we got this week with this Packers game yeah so um so obviously a couple things you want a lot of people know but I can reflect on um week six was the last time the Buccaneers and the Packers played. Uh, the Buccaneers smacked the Packers after a hot start. The Packers were up 10-0. Uh, Rodgers threw a pick six, which is only like his second of his career or something. Um, and they went on to just kind of get routed 38-10 to uh, down in Tampa Bay. So this is kind of the, a big topic everyone's bringing up. A lot of people are talking about um, about how the Saints beat the Buccaneers 38-3 to or something. Uh, and then now the Buccaneers won. So it's a totally different team. It's been a long season. Um, as far as injuries are concerned, let me just see here. Um, really pretty healthy team as far as the Packers are concerned. Uh, AJ Dillon, who got nicked up in the, the Rams game, he had a quadriceps, but he still practiced today. Looks like he's going to be a go. A couple things to keep your eye on for the Buccaneers as far as injuries. Antonio Brown tweaked a knee. Uh, he ended up getting an MRI, which didn't show any severe damage, um, but he did not participate in practice today. And then Mike Evans had that hyperextended knee uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, you saw him slow down a little bit last week, but he should be good to go for this next week. Same with Ronald Jones. He's just improving. So both pretty healthy teams uh, going into this week. But as far as uh, just setting the stage for you guys, as far as uh, – Betting odds, things like that. Let me see here. I got I got the spreads here. Okay. We got, uh, oh, sorry. Wrong wrong note sheet. I got notes. <laughs> here. Uh, I'm not normally a note guy. Never was. <laughs> I, but, have a, I have an over under of 51. 
Yes. Uh, Green Bay minus three. That might have shifted a little. Uh, uh, and right now, Packers money line is minus one seventy. Tampa Bay plus one fifty. Um, a couple facts: Packers are five and one against the spread in their last six home playoff games. Wow! Um, and the Buccaneers are four and one against the spread in their last five playoff contests as underdogs. Um, but me as a Packer fan, uh, this was something that I saw on Get Up. Uh, shout out Greeny. Uh, but it kind of gave me chest pain as a Packer fan. It said Tom Brady. Tom Brady teams have eliminated seven MVPs from the playoffs in the season they won the award. Oh, my gosh. So starting in 2001, Kurt Warner. 2003, Steve McNair. 2003 again, Peyton Manning. Yeah, the co-MVP year. Yeah, 2004, Peyton Manning. 2006, LaDainian Tomlinson. 2016, Matt Ryan in the Super Bowl. And then 2018, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, so. This is uh, giving me a little bit of anxiety uh, as Tom Brady likes to beat MVP. So um, let's hope that uh, let's hope that uh, either Rogers doesn't win the MVP and we can just win this game, or uh, we can kind of you know put the kibosh on that one. But back to you guys. So no, before you go, we can let you you can make your pick real quick. Okay. All right, sweet. Um, so yeah, I am biased. Um, but I did kind of rewatch a lot of the the highlights and the things in that game. Uh, a couple of things in that first that first game, um, the Packers were without their starting corner uh, Kevin King, uh, so we had Josh Jackson starting at corner, and he was just getting torched by Tom Brady in that last game. Um, so having Kevin King back, he's not by all by no means is he like amazing corner, but he's definitely solid. So it would be nice to have him back. Um, I think Corey Lindsley went out with back spasms in that game too. our starting center. And then Alan Lazard, who's uh, really our, become our number two receiver. Um, he did not play in that game because that was after the Saints game where he had uh, sports hernia. So, um, so we're really healthy and back at full strength playing at home. So we'll hear more later about the weather, but uh, it sounds like the weather will be chilly. Not too bad though. Um, but all in all, I think that the Packers offense have something to prove. Um, they're going to come out and, uh, you know, shut up Tampa Bay. I know, uh, after the first game, the, uh, um, Devin white, the, the rookie linebacker, second year linebacker said they didn't belong on the field with us. And so that's been circulating on the internet. Um, and I'm sure Rogers doesn't need extra motivation and those boys don't need extra motivation out there. So, um, I think that we're going to come out with a point to prove. I think the Packers cover, uh, I'm going to say Packers win 29, 23. 29 23 all right so that's your first pick we have a weather update here we have our meteorologist here so thank you nate we'll be bringing you back in a little bit before chase and i get to our picks anthony franz is here how about that what's up how y'all doing we're doing well anthony you just got off a live show didn't you yeah i just did we just finished our uh, six o'clock show here uh in midland and I'm ready to talk some football. <laughs> Good stuff. So what are we looking at with this Green Bay game uh, at Lambeau? It's on Sunday at, uh, let's see, 3.05 Eastern time on right. Fox. What's and what's the forecast? With any game at Lambeau, the weather could always be a factor. As we all know, it can get cold up there in Wisconsin, right? Yes. Yes, that's Very all true. you need to know. And this game's going to be no different than that. I, I've been 
crunching the numbers. I've been looking at a few different weather models for this forecast. And, I mean, it's going to be a typical game at Lambeau. We're talking high temperatures or game time temperatures in the mid to upper 20s, so below freezing throughout the entire game. And we're going to look at a few snow showers, too. It depends on exactly when this one system gets through the area, the track of this low-pressure system. But there could be uh, an area of maybe a couple inches of snow uh, during game time. But right now, some of the models are showing that a little bit earlier. So I don't think we're going to see a ton of snow during the game, but a few snow showers possible. It's always fun when you get the snow football. Are you it a fan is. Of snow it's, football? it's the most fun, especially playoff football. Come on, you got to love that. <laughs> Good stuff. You got any questions about the weather here, Chase? Uh, I, the only questions I have is the game involving it right after. So uh, <laughs> we'll bring you we'll, back. We'll talk all. about that. Yeah. All right. Great stuff. Sounds, sounds good, guys. Wait, should right. we get Texas prediction on the game before we? Should we do it I'm now? In, yeah, I'm interested. Now. Yeah. Anthony, what's your uh, forecast in terms of how this game plays <laughs> out? You know, I'm just the weather guy. Y'all are the sports guys here, but I still watch a lot of NFL football, so I got a decent idea. And when the playoffs started. I had, I'll go ahead and say this. When the playoffs started, I had the Bucks making the Super Bowl. And I'm still going with that. They're going to beat the Packers. The Packers are a good team. And I see that. I think Tom Brady's on a mission. And he's going to continue this role that he's on. And I don't think the Bucks have even hit their full potential yet. Some of these wide receivers are huge weapons on this team. And Tom Brady's going to have another gear in him and get this W, I think. All right, there's your pick from Anthony France. And by the way, he needs uh, this is our chief meteorologist at uh, Newswest 9. That's the right station. That's right. That's right, Jack. Midland, Texas. When can people watch you? Hey, four, five, six, and 10 every single day, Monday through Friday. I'll be here. All right, good stuff. And now you have claimed the title as the official chief meteorologist of the Jack Vita show and, and game show host. And game show host, of course. So hopefully we'll get another Jeopardy in here soon. I love it. I love it. All right. We'll see it. We'll be back with Anthony in a little bit. Chase, um, what are you thinking in terms of this game? It's going to be an awesome game. We have two awesome matchups this coming Sunday. Uh, and I was going back on it. If we just take a look at the four quarterbacks right now, what do you think the last year is that we've had potentially the top four quarterbacks all make it to the championship i i have my guess i kind of did some research okay, and, okay. Uh, i didn't so, i didn't do any yeah, research so it i don't seems like a mid-2000s type of thing okay so that's where I, I was sitting but in 2014 i think it is we had russell wilson aaron Rodgers, tom brady and andrew luck i think those are four that could be considered in the same kind of i didn't look at their stats for the year but I would say that was probably. I would actually say that Russell Wilson leveled up around like 2017. I think is when we started to talk about him more in that. That's group. true. That's um, true. But star power, nonetheless. Those yeah, are four. But guys I think, that, like, I think this even is even like above that. You know, oh, I think these are some of the, above it, Yeah, above yeah. It. Four quarterbacks like that we haven't seen battle in uh, the caliber of these quarterbacks battle in a long time. So I'm super excited for this Sunday. Uh, the first game, Bucks Packers. I'm ignoring what happened that first game uh, because I'm going to ignore what happened the first time the Bills and the Chiefs met too later on in this you know, episode. So uh, I, I still think the Buccaneers are going to take it. Um, they're getting healthy at the right time. They have Vita Vea, uh, big defensive lineman coming back. Uh, oh off the, uh, what? I so said he's my boy. Yeah, he's your boy. <laughs> yeah, Vita Vea. 
<laughs> coming back off the IR this week. They're, I think they have two of the best linebackers uh, in the game right now in White and David. Like They work so well off each other. They're super aggressive. Their front seven is phenomenal. The best re- run defense in the NFL. Their defense is clicking at the right time. And again, they're going against what I think is probably the best offense right now in the NFL, just how they've been playing within the Green Bay Packers. But I think the Bucks have what it takes to stop them. And on offense, yeah, Tom Brady's just a man on a mission. Listen, I, I hate, you know, I, I shouldn't say hate, hate's a strong word. I dislike <laughs> Tom Brady, you know, more than more than anyone being a Buffalo Bills fan. But I, I acknowledge his greatness and, you know, the, what he does in the playoffs. And just look at him like last week, I don't, he played a very mediocre game, but he did what he needed to do to get the win. And I think he's going to, I think he steps up to the occasion this weekend. And I think he gets the win. I think uh, I think they get the win in a close one. We could talk scores and everything later, but I think he gets yeah. the win in a close one. I'm also big on Brady. I've always been a big Brady guy. I just he's so great, and he's carried himself with such class. And if he played in my division, I probably wouldn't like him very much on a rival team. Uh, so I understand that, Chase. But Brady's a gentleman. He's a great guy. Uh, has had a heck of a career. Still doing it at age 43. I made this comparison on Monday's show, and I'm going to make it again for the reality TV fans that listen to this show. There's this guy, Johnny Bananas, on The Challenge on MTV, and he started in 2006. That was his first season that he went on. He had won six titles. He won the show six times. And then this past, he hadn't won in a long time. He came back, and he won again for the seventh time just earlier in 2020 and he's been putting it out there. Hey, bananas won seven. It's time for Brady's to win his seventh. Uh, so I'm big on this Brady story. And I think there are a lot of parallels between the careers of Johnny bananas and Tom Brady, because they've been doing it for so long at such a high level. Yeah. I, I mean, like I said, he's been in the division. He's dominated the AFC East for you know as long as he's been there pretty much uh which is hard as as a as a diehard fan of a team in the division uh, that just hasn't been able to make it out and really do anything you know yeah. and he beats us his record against the bills is insane so like that hurts himself but i can acknowledge uh his talent i can acknowledge his charisma his you know his individual he's just he is he's a good individual you know what i mean he's got a kind heart he's very well spoken uh he's a guy it's hard to root well, I shouldn't say it's hard to root against him because I do root against him a lot. Uh, as an individual, it's hard to like dislike his individual uh, right. self, if that yeah. makes sense. You know what I mean? Is, is he's not a guy for as great as he is. You never hear him doing some stuff that some of these other sports superstars will do is where they talk about how great they are and they say, well, how great do I measure up to Johnny Unitas or yeah. to jo- uh, Joe Montana, his childhood idol? This guy just keeps his head down he works he works he works what a great story the bucks have been this year i have to say that i think it's gonna be a really high scoring game i do think that as nate mentioned i think the packers are gonna be a lot tougher this time around and we're not going to see a repeat of that week six week six matchup but i do think we're gonna have a really high scoring great game i also think that the bucks can make some plays defensively um, against their pass defense. I like their pass defense more than uh, them. I guess the Bucks just played a really good one in the Rams and they, they put up 30 points. So 
I do think there's going to be a lot of points scored. I think the Bucks defense can make a play when it needs to make a play. It's not going to be easy. I also think Tom Brady can make a play. I think Brady delivers another epic drive or maybe maybe not even an epic game-winning drive, but just sometimes where you clinch a game where you need to make, get a couple first downs and then run out the clock. I, I think that's what we see. I got the Bucks, so I'm also taking the Bucks plus three. And I guess I'm going over. The over-under is 51. I'm saying 38-34 in a shootout, one of the best games of the year. Wow, I, I, that sounds like an awesome prediction. I, I, of course, I'm taking the Bucks at plus three as well. I think they're going to win the game. I don't think it's going to be that high scoring of a game uh, as to what you're saying. It's going to be, I think, right around that 51 mark. Like my guess is Bucks 27 24. Uh, for the sake of it, I'll just take the under. You know, I, I can't <laughs> take the even. That's not fun. I'm going to go with the under. It's a cold game, potential mixy, wintry weather. Uh, which could cause, you know, throw a horseshoe in there. I do think, uh, you know, it's going to be tough for either offense to really find a, a strong rhythm because both these defenses are, you know, are pretty solid. Uh, I, I like the Bucks defense a lot better to make those big plays. Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers hasn't, and, uh, you know, credit to his O-line, Aaron Rodgers hasn't faced the most pressure recently, and he's done very well with it, obviously. I think he's one of the best pure passers that we've seen in the NFL in a very, very long time, if not ever. I think the Bucks have what it takes to get pressure on him with this front seven that they have. Again, I think it's going to create some big plays, uh, one or two big turnovers that could, you know, really seal the game. I, I think Bucks take it twenty-seven. All right, let's go twenty-four twenty-one. Well, twenty-four twenty-one in a, in a nail biter. Twenty-four twenty-one. And yes. Chase, do you know how many games the Bucks have won consecutively? This is something that Nate can help us with if we need it. How many games have they won in a row? Because they're a hot team right now, Nate. That is a... I know the Bills stat to that. I'm going to say the Bucks have won like seven in a row. I don't know, though. I could find out for you right now. Um, uh, let's okay. see. I, I can find... I got it up right now. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Six games in a row. Six games in a row. That's pretty yeah. good. That's a hot six team right there. I'm riding the hot hands here. I think sometimes, a lot of times in the NFL, it's just... Who can get into who can be hot at the right time and who can keep that momentum going? Tennessee had a nice run last year. They were a hot team. They weren't the Very. best team in the AFC, but they ended up second. They got to the AFC title game. They're playing great football at the right time. I think the Bucs are doing that. And uh, really, I think, but I do think that we are set up for just such great matchups this weekend, Chase, that it really could shake out any any other way. Yeah, Nate's I, I, I totally the Packers agree. won seven in a row, but they also <laughs> had a bye week. So, <laughs> <laughs> I I agree, I agree, but uh, no, I'm gonna stick with my standings. Packers, I think Packers are hot, and Packers like I like watching the Packers last week. I was like, who be- beats this team? Uh, just they looked so good. They ran the football so well. They they passed the football so well. But I think the Bucks. I I just you know, I, I, since when the playoff rag came out, I had the Bucks in the Super Bowl. Like Anthony said, I have them. They were coming out of the NFC from for me. Yeah, I'm sticking so. with it. Uh, and that's a big part of why I'm picking them this weekend. Something about that Brady magic. I think he's going to get it done uh, at least this week. But uh, yeah, so how about we talk about the, the real hottest team in football? Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's flip the script here. Let's do it. And uh, we can bring Nate back in here. He can uh, set the table for us once again on the AFC side. I'm just trying to cool down a little bit. 
Because you guys are just, you know, going against, you're not even going against me. You're going against Vegas. I mean, Vegas is, they, they make the money around here. So, I mean, all well, right. Hey, Jordan and I did that last week with the Bucks, And I had that, uh, I said the Bucks are going to win this game by 10. And that was a 13 point swing. And that's exactly what happened. So, who knows? Yeah, you never know. Vegas can be wrong sometimes, but not very often. So, <laughs> just kidding. All right. So, Let's uh let's go ahead and start out with injuries. So uh this is the interest this one's a little more interesting. I know what you guys have been all wanting to know. Everyone's been talking about this injury. William Gay, linebacker <laughs> uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. He has an ankle, he did not practice. Um, so we got Brashaw Breland. So this potentially could be something to take keep your eye on. Uh, Brashaw Breland, he had a concussion and a shoulder injury in the last game. Um, he's a stud, he's a really good corner. Um, he's he's one of their one of their better nickel corners that helped him on the way to the Super Bowl last year. Um, he was limited in practice. Um, Clyde Edwards, Clyde Edwards Alaire also limited with ankle and hip injury. Um, and Sammy Watkins had a calf injury, also limited. Um, and as, before I go on to Patrick Mahomes, uh, really what they've said is we're going to know a lot more tomorrow. Wednesday was really mostly a walkthrough for the team. So, um, you know, all of those guys were limited participants. Uh, but Sammy Watkins and uh, Edwards Alaire, they were guys that didn't play last week. So those are guys to keep an eye on this week if they can if they can finally make the jump. Uh, all Patrick Mahomes needs is another weapon uh, if Watkins can make his way back. Uh, and so as far as Mahomes, he was deemed a full participant today until this evening. They changed their their status to limited. So uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's on with a concussion and a toe injury. I did see that uh, Jake Glazer, uh, he he said today that the injury of Patrick Mahomes was actually not so much a traditional concussion, uh, but the symptoms he was, he was uh, the dizziness symptoms that he was having was more so kind of like if someone gets choked out uh, why he was like dizzy because like some pinched nerve in his neck, something like that. So, um, so that might be something to keep your eye on that. He might be, really not that bothered by this whole concussion thing it might have been more of like his head here what, what do you think about that hey I'm, I'm just I, I saw a video after he after he got out of the blue tent where he literally sprints down the stairs and through the tunnel he doesn't seem like he's too wobbly um, the big thing to keep your eye on of course um, he's apparently he's in step three and there's like five steps to the, the concussion protocol um, all of the first four steps are all internal done by team doctors and it's, you know, fitness tests, things like that, just to make sure that you're all right and you're not going to show any more symptoms. They're saying that he's not showing symptoms right now. However, by Thursday or Friday, he's going to have to pass the test by the independent neurologist. So um, really it just depends on what happens there? Um, a lot of people are just keeping their eyes on that. Is there someone slipping some money under the table? Or how are they gonna? Right. Are they gonna get them to get them to play? Uh, I know before the show we were talking a little uh, Friday Night Lights reference. He's from is Midland. This, is he from Midland? Like Booby <laughs> Miles is like, oh, you're from Midland, right? Yeah, that's so that's why he's gonna keep him out of the game or put him in the game. So, um, so all signs look like Mahomes is gonna play, but nothing is official. So that's that's the big thing there. Uh, as far as the Bills, um, Tyler Bass had a hand injury, full participant. Obviously, it's a hand. It'll be all right. Um, looks like Vernon Butler didn't participate, uh, uh, defensive tackle. Uh, and Stephon Diggs is labeled as an oblique injury, but he had that last week played. He was fine. He was fantastic. Um, Tremaine Edmonds, hamstring, full participant. 
uh, Daryl Johnson, uh, full participant, Quentin Jefferson, full participant or limited participant. Uh, Jake Fromm is the quarantine quarterback. So he is the one, uh, he was held out of practice just to quarantine just in case. Uh, so that's always interesting. And then the guy that has cost me more money in the last two weeks than any other receiver, Gabriel Davis, uh, Gabriel Davis has an ankle injury and did not participate today. That's one to keep your eye on. I always think he's so great because I watched one game where he had like four touchdowns. And so now I keep betting for him to have like over three completions or something. And he never does. He like never does. So uh, he's, he's a big receiver, really good. I like Gabriel Davis, um, but that's something to keep your eye on. Um, an interesting thing uh Cole Beasley, not on the injury report. He was kind of hobbling around the game last week, uh, and he is not even on the injury report this week. So that could be a big uh, boost to the to the Bills receiving core if he's not hobbled out there because that guy is always open. As far as uh, spreads, it looks like we have Kansas City minus three. Uh, they're three-point favorites at home, and they do have home field advantage because they have like 50,000 fans or something crazy. Uh, and then over under 53. Looks like the money line Buffalo plus 140, Kansas City minus 160. A uh, couple stats. Stefan Diggs has at least six receptions in 15 straight games, which is pretty ridiculous. Uh, and then Kansas City, uh, Travis Kelsey has at least eight catches in eight of the last nine games. So a couple, couple key guys you want to keep your eyes on going into this game. I think they're both going to get theirs. It's just a matter of, Who's going to score more? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Nate, um, before we say goodbye to you for now, I want to go back to that Mahomes thing. I think there's something interesting here. Could that neurolo- neurologist, gosh, oh, goodness, neurologist, <laughs> <laughs> could that neurologist be that episode of Drake and Josh where Drake impersonates a doctor and almost gets arrested? <laughs> It's like that meme of that one guy that's like this. Yeah. He's the guy that <laughs> pretended to be a doctor and got got away with it. <laughs> I surely hope not, right? Yeah, no, you surely hope not. I... Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I saw uh, I saw Brett Favre um, came out and said, like, I really hope that you know he understands the for rest of his career because I think uh, you know Brett Favre played all these games even when he was concussed and and really is I think it's he's starting to tell now. And so he's kind of become a big advocate for player health and, uh, and concussion, you know, concussion protocols and making sure that everyone's safe. You know, Mahomes has so much ahead of him. I think it's really important to keep that in consideration, but you know, it's such a big game. Clearly the chiefs will lose if they don't have him. So it's, it's just such a big moment for the NFL and it's, it's a, it's a really big moment for Patrick Mahomes and even bigger moment for the NFL. What are they going to do? Are they truly going to stay independent? Uh, no collusion here. Um, I think that they will. I think that's the whole purpose of that independent neurologist. Um, but we will see. And, and just based on the injury and some of the things I'm hearing, you know um, it probably isn't going to matter. I don't think it was a true concussion. So um, I think he will be fine, but we'll see. All right. So assuming he plays, what's your pick, Nate? Uh, so I think I would say this is going to be a high scoring game. I think Tremaine Edmonds gets after him a little bit. Um, and the other thing to think, I, uh, he has turf toe. Uh, and so he, uh, really it's like a fracture at the, at the joint of your toe or strain right at the joint of your big toe. Um, so Patrick Mahomes, he scampers for 
20 yards on broken plays all the time. Um, so I think you're going to see a more stagnant Patrick Mahomes this week. That's could limit what they're doing. Um, and so, you know, I think this is going to be a really close game. I know that that's not a surprise to a lot of people. Um, I think Josh Allen is playing just as good as anyone right now. And so um, I'm going to say the bills have a stunner in Arrowhead. I'm going to say 31 to 28. Butker misses a field goal to go to overtime. Wide left. Bills are going to the Super Bowl. Yes. <laughs> Love, Love it, Nate. Love it, Nate. Thank good you. Stuff, Nate. Thank you. All right, Anthony. We got to get our Chase. You pretty pumped up about that one, weren't yeah, you? I'm super excited, man. And I just want to make it clear I wasn't shaking my head at the Patrick Mahomes injury stuff. Uh, one of our friends, Stefan David from Valparaiso, commented, Go Chiefs on the Facebook. So I was just. Oh. Yeah, so I was just uh, showing my dis, you know, disapproval of that. Oh, I see that. <laughs> What's yes. up, Stefan? Stefan, send us some questions. Keep that conversation going for us. You're a sociable guy. Such a such a social guy, Stefan. Yes, Great guy. All right, Anthony Franz has our weather update for this game at Arrowhead. And this game, by the way, is happening Sunday, and it's a six. 40 start time. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at the wrong. Yeah. 640 start time Eastern and it's on CBS. So this is a Nance Romo game and it's at Arrowhead. And let's go over to our meteorologist, Anthony Franz, once again. What's up, guys? <laughs> What's up, Welcome Jackson? back. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. I love the Jack Media show. <laughs> oh, good stuff. We love having you. Well, we got we got this game at Arrowhead. First of all, I love Arrowhead. I've been to, I went to a game at Arrowhead uh, back in two seasons ago, I think week five of the season that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Uh, we lost that game, though. It was, it was crazy. Great stadium, though. I love it. It seems really cool. I've heard they've had great, they have great barbecue there. Oh, and yeah. mm-hmm. it seems that they're living entirely different in Kansas City right now than they are in Chicago. And probably... Probably in Midland, they're pretty open over there, too. Absolutely, absolutely. But let's talk about this forecast, right? Yes. So that's why I'm here. I'm the meteorologist (laughs) of the Jack Vita Show. And we got some classic football weather headed for Kansas City for this showdown of the Chiefs and the Bills. I mean, it's hard to beat it. There's a slight chance of a few showers early in the game, but I think most of that is going to happen before the game starts. We're still a few days out here, so the timing could still change. But as of right now, it's only Wednesday. We're still talking about Sunday here. As of right now, the best chance is going to be before the game. I'm still calling it a 20% chance of showers by kickoff, but nothing really after that. Uh, temperatures near the 40-degree mark at kickoff, so good football weather, falling That's to nice. the 30. So it's still, it's still going to be cold, but hey, 30s, 40s, it's football weather. It's oh, yeah. January playoff football. That's all you can expect, right? I'd take 30s and 40s over what we got here. It's like 15 degrees right now right. in Chicago. Right. And it's also, the wind is not going to be too bad either. Uh, so field goals, if Butker misses that field goal at the end, I don't know <laughs> if he's going to. Uh, we're talking 10 to 15 mile an hour wind, so not that much of a factor. Yeah, and what would you think about that really windy Buffalo game the other night? You know, I don't think I caught it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was very windy, wasn't it? Was it the playoff game? I didn't yes. realize it was windy. 
it, so it, it wasn't windy as it might have seemed. Uh, okay. it, I definitely it, watched the game. I've been watching yeah. all these games, but I didn't notice the wind. <laughs> it was like 15 to 20 miles per hour gusts. Okay. So at times it got windy. Uh, but that's that Buffalo Magic, Vita. Those missed field goals, they don't happen because of wind. They happen because of Buffalo Magic, The baby. Buffalo Magic. The tides have it. turned, I yes. Love it, Chase. Or uh, <laughs> Buffalo shortcomings with the wide left. Nope, the tides have turned. That, that's uh, Now it's magic. It went from shortcomings to magic. <laughs> when did, when did that happen? Uh, a couple of years in a row. No, uh, 1990, the 90s, early 90s. I don't know the exact year of the <laughs> The wide left, but it happened twice. No, 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 I mean, when did it? When did the tide turn? Did you just declare oh, that? Yeah, I just declared that it turned. Okay. When <laughs> Breaking we news here, Josh Allen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anthony, uh, what are you thinking in terms of a game forecast? What are we going to see in terms of performance from these teams? This is a tough. This is a tough game uh, to predict. These are two high-powered offenses, and I mean, I love. The Chiefs. I've loved the Chiefs ever since Patrick Mahomes got there. I've been rooting for them. I have a Patrick Mahomes jersey that I wear on a decently consistent basis. My family on my mom's side is all from Kansas City. I'm, a, I'm after the Cowboys. I am a Chiefs fan, uh, but the Bills they got a lot going for them this year. And I pick before the season started. If you ask me who's going to be a Super Bowl champion, I'm picking Kansas City. When the playoffs started, like I still, like I told you, my picks were the Bucks and the Bills. Wow! And I am picking the Bills to win this game. Also, another reason I've been looking at some of these uh, statistics. I'm a big stats guy. The Bills, I think Chase already mentioned this. They've won eight games in a row. Average margin of victory in those eight games is 17 points. They've been wow. killing their opponents for the Chiefs. They've won eight of the last nine games. They only lost being week 17 when they sat pretty much everyone. And in those eight wins, their average margin of victory, four points. Wow. They have not been in the biggest average in the biggest uh, margin. There is only six during those eight games that they won to end the season. Bills have been killing their opponents. I think they're going to continue rolling in this game. They're going to win the same 37 to 27 two-possession game. Uh, I, love, I love the Chiefs. I love Patrick Mahomes. That's assuming Patrick Mahomes plays. If he doesn't play, it's going to be like 42 to 12. Like, <laughs> You're not a big Chad Henney guy, are you? What? Not a big Chad Henney guy, are you? I, I don't, there's a reason that Chad Henney hasn't been successful in the, in the NFL. <laughs> good bills, stuff. Man. Bills are good. Thank good you, Tex. Stuff. Good stuff with that pick, Anthony. Uh, I was just thinking before uh, before we let you go for the night, uh, you did such a great job. First of all, before I get into this, I like your backdrop. You're right in the studio. It looks great. That's right. I just finished the show, man. I, I got done with the six, and I turned my phone on to be on this podcast. <laughs> we love the dedication. The MVP text. <laughs> what was it? Anthony, oh, who's that? You're blocking your mic, Tex, so you we can't hear you. There you that's go. My, that's my boy, Brendan Minchip. He just started here at News West 9 a couple weeks ago. He replaced Nathan, didn't he? He Brendan. did. He's a new technologist, and there's the whole studio right there. Love to see it. That's where the magic happens. That's right. That's awesome. Right. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for the weather forecast. I'm sure we're going to see exactly as you called it. Uh, best in the business over here. And 
one last thing. I'm thinking ahead because we only got a couple more weeks of football. Okay. We get into uh, February. Could be some good sports jeopardy territory there. You know, I'm, ex- I'm I'm ready and willing to do that again. I'm excited for another <laughs> episode, episode three of Sports Jeopardy. Jack, you've won the first two. Can we find anyone to dethrone you? <laughs> I think Andrew Stem wants to get his uh, wants to oh, get okay. his crack at me. Okay, that could be yeah. A good He's got a great memory, so he'd be good. And then the other thing I was thinking when we can have you back, we got to do an AL West preview at some time late, late February, probably, because we're not too far from spring training starting up here. Yeah, I remember we did the I did the AL West preview with you last year, and then the season got postponed like a week later. <laughs> and so everything was post- yeah, it was crazy. But, <laughs> it was yeah, crazy. I'll, well, I'll, I'll be down for that as well. I'm not too high on the Rangers this year, unfortunately. <laughs> They're not looking great, but I think there's a, they've made a few moves this offseason that I do like, so I can talk about that. Yeah, I got Chris Young in there now as an right. executive. Right. Dahl from the Rockies. Love that, love that move, too. Great move. Great move. All right, well, I look forward to having you back. Thank you so much for sharing some of your time tonight. This is a lot of fun. All right. Thanks, y'all. See you, Tex. Go Bills. <laughs> all right how about that great contribution that was right awesome there. yeah that was that was awesome okay chase so we're already an hour in so we can't yeah go too deep on this. this we're, we're going to wrap things up here fairly soon but we got to spend some time uh looking at this game this is are you more excited obviously you're a bills fan if you weren't a bills fan it's like Maybe I should have asked Anthony that because we got Nate here, the Packers fan. We got you, the Bills fan. Yeah. I can't determine which game I'm more excited to watch this year or w- watch this week, I should say. I think consensus over the NFL fans, I think it's honestly, it's kind of like the, the Vets versus the, the future, right? Like you have yeah. one game, it's Rodgers and Brady, and the other games is. It's Allen and Mahomes. I think people are, I mean, there's a reason it's on the night game, right? I think people are more excited to watch Allen versus Mahomes. You know, two young guns who are the future. I mean, one of them is already the face of the NFL. Patrick Mahomes right now is the face of the NFL, in my opinion. Uh, and I think Josh Allen has potential, you know, if he wins this game, if he continues to do great things over the next years, to, to be that person as well. So, uh, and he's rejuvenated the bill. Like, the Buffalo Bills are in the AFC Championship game for the first time in 25 plus years, you know, that's crazy. Right. So I think people are really excited for this, this chiefs uh, bills game, but I could, I could totally see, you know, for the other reason as well, but I, obviously I'm, I'm much more excited for this game. <laughs> well, this is all, all it took was Tom Brady moving over to the NFC. Uh, yeah. And no, 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 I'm not, I'm not taking a thing at the bills. I'm just saying, think about how many more teams now have an opportunity to win a super bowl on the AFC side as Nate was talking about what we saw out of Peyton and Brady for so long going back and forth. I feel like I was um, just waiting and waiting and waiting for this guy to retire. I'm thinking the Steelers can't get past the Patriots. And now the Patriots are no longer the Patriots as we know them. At least they weren't this year. And it still wasn't enough for the Steelers to uh, win the AFC. Yeah, no, it's uh, well. Hey, we got the job done over here, so I don't. I'm not complaining, <laughs> to him, but uh, unfortunate time for the Steelers. But we've we've talked. Oh, absolutely. Then, but and, no, uh, the Bills. I gotta say, I'm so excited for both these games. And I, yeah. to be fair, to be honest, the last two weeks I looked at those games, and Jordan and I looked and we found interesting things, and there were some good games. But for the most part, I thought 
we're building up to something here. We we haven't gotten the great games yet. We got two of them coming up this weekend, and yeah. the fact that the Bills are in the AFC title game, it's just it is so exciting for me because I love seeing those teams that that don't come here very often get their opportunity and have a resurgence uh, to prominence. So, nevertheless, I do have some notes here. Uh, these yes. teams did meet week six. So both of these games are week six uh, reboots. How about that? Yeah, very interesting, huh? Both of them, uh, well, at least our game is going to have a different outcome, (laughs) in my opinion. (laughs) And so in that week six game, the Chiefs, uh, well, I guess you could tell me a little bit about it. The Chiefs won that game 26-17. Yeah, so that was uh, besides the so real quick, uh, we've won eight out of our last eight games, uh, seven of which we've won by double digits. So, and we were talking about the Chiefs; they've won what seven of their past seven, uh, none of which by double. No, digits. they not, lost. Not week, uh, week oh, yeah, seven. They, yeah, but seven of their last eight or whatever. Uh, but they haven't won a single one by double digits. So I just thought that was interesting. Uh, obviously, it's not a, a tell-all or anything like that, but it's something to think about. Um, but yeah, Chiefs were our last loss. So. If it wasn't for that Hail Murray, if you don't remember that, against the Cardinals, that last second Hail Mary to uh, DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. Alan Murray to DeAndre Hopkins, we would have won 12 out of our last 12 with our last loss being Kansas City. Um, before that, it was the week before against the Titans. Two games that were postponed because of COVID. We played one on Tuesday, one on Thursday afternoon, I think, or both on Tuesday. or Either way, I, I was in the situation. It was one, two yeah. postponed games that we lost and then a Hail Mary. Wasn't this one during the World Series or like around that time? It was around that time, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. So, um, so yeah, we lost by 9, 26-17. We did have a lot of significant notable outs. Uh, John Feliciano, a guard, one of our best offensive linemen, was out. Matt Milano, a freakishly athletic middle linebacker who's a beautiful in coverage, who I think will play a great role in covering Kelsey a bit. Uh, he was out. Uh, our second string corner, or our our starting corner, besides Tredavious Way on the other side of the field, uh, Levi Wallace was out, and Dawson Knox, our starting tight end, was out. So we had four guys uh, who were out. Tremaine Edmonds, our stud young middle linebacker, who Nate mentioned, he was battling an injury, a serious injury, which he did not look the same. He he did then as he does now. He's finally found his groove again. He's feeling healthy. And Josh Allen was fighting a shoulder injury actually in a rainy, windy game. That so. I think that game was not a fluke, but it was just it was just kind of like one of those games that's just like, ah, man, you have one of those bad performances every once in a while. You have a lot of guys banged up. It was postponed. Your game before that was postponed. Like, it was just unfortunate. Um, and yeah, I think you know, I I think we're the hottest team in the NFL right now, man. I really do. I do. Yeah. And uh, I, do you want to just go ahead with the predictions, or what, what do you want to do? Well, I was going to say I I'm glad you brought that up because I had that in my notes. If they were to if that Hale Murray had not been caught and that, I mean, really think about what would have happened there because technically the bills would have won their last 12 games. Now, maybe that loss going into their bye week made them hungry and they haven't lost since that bye week. They had a week, yep. that was a week 10 game. So since uh, their week 11 bye, they've won their last eight games. And you mentioned that game against the chiefs, but then you think, Maybe uh, maybe the Cardinals would have made the playoffs if it had not been for the Hail Murray because that really was the pinnacle of their season. And everyone started, including myself, <sighs> I said they're going to win the NFC. Believers, this right? yeah. yeah, and then they just fell off a cliff. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was a tough time for them. The rough season, end of the season for them. But, yeah. uh, you know, I wouldn't change a thing. I really wouldn't. Um, going into the season, you know, I had us going 13-3. and Here we are, 13-3 and at the end of the regular season. Called uh, it once again. Yeah, called it once again. I did it last season as well on the podcast. <laughs> but either way, yeah, Nate with a good uh, mention. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who's coming back from injury or questionable to come back from an injury, had 26 carries for 161 yards. Uh, that week and he's questionable this week I don't think their run kind of just an overview of you know defenses versus offenses I don't think their run game is going to be as uh as prominent this week I do think they'll have some success we do have our run defense has struggled but over the past six weeks we've done I mean look what we did to Baltimore Ravens last week they had some good some big garbage time runs so their stats don't look too bad but we contained Lamar really really well in the run game he broke out one for like 20 some yards besides that we contained him uh, we did all right against Dobbins and Edwards. So I like our defense is progressively getting better. And the, the thing is, is our defense makes the, the big plays when we need to. You can see it. I mean, you saw it against Pittsburgh. You know, Taron Johnson with a huge play, pick six against Pittsburgh. Taron I was Johnson. going to say this defense. Yeah. I saw it uh, in that Sunday night game, and I am a, a Bill Lever in this defense. <laughs> yeah, no, our defense is getting hot at the right time. And, and we just, it seems like we always make the play when we need to. And, and sometimes it's the whole bend, don't break mentality, right? You saw it the entire Baltimore Ravens game. We, they're our opening, uh, their opening possession, they drove the ball right down on us. And he, Justin Tucker missed a field goal, you know what I mean? But I was okay giving up three, you know what I mean? We bended, we looked bad. I didn't like it, but we didn't break. We didn't let them in the end zone. And that's kind of been the, the, common theme throughout the year the bend don't break and make a big play when you need to and i think that's going to continue to happen this week with our defense i think our offense cruises with everyone back gabe davis hurts a little bit uh he definitely was noticeably injured last game he dropped the touchdown pass which i you know but uh (laughs) but no he he's an awesome dude a great young receiver rookie receiver i hope he's back but even if he's not you know what i mean they're gonna have a hard time containing josh allen in this offense yeah, and I, I think our defense is gonna is gonna get pressure on Mahomes. You know, I think the turf toe is gonna be a lot for him to deal with. Oh, by the way, I think Mahomes is hundred percent playing. Just my thoughts. <laughs> uh, and I think we're gonna play a lot of zone, and we we can we've proved we can play zone, and I think that's what you gotta do: play a lot of zone, cover three to contain these these you know these studs on the receiver and Travis Kelsey at tight end. All right, I wish there was more disagreement here. Uh, at least we disagreed with Nate earlier with the Packers. I'm with you, Chase, and similarly, I I know you had sent me your picks before the playoffs started. I didn't know Anthony was on the same page as us. I also had a Bucks Bill Super Bowl here. Uh, I don't know why that was such a popular matchup among our colleagues. I don't think it was collectively. I know a lot of people were in on some other teams, but I have to say that as if you've been listening to me over the last few weeks. My concern with the Chiefs, it feels a little bit like a hangover type season. Uh, They've let these games get too uncomfortably close. That's a concern of mine. Anthony brought this up as well. He was talking about that margin of victory. Eight straight games, their last eight victories, all one score or less, as Anthony said, for a margin of four points. I think that's very important. And when you live dangerously like that, we saw it with Seattle. Seattle always, they're kind of skating by, skating by, and they lost that game to the Rams when a couple of things didn't go their way and they got off, they fell behind. Now, I do think 
Kansas City's offense is a little more capable of bringing them back into a game than Seattle's was in that particular instance. But I don't think anyone's been playing better than the Buffalo Bills for the last two months. I'm in on this Bills team. I've been a big Josh Allen guy ever since I saw him at his final year at Wyoming. I actually said he was going to be the best quarterback in that draft class. I remember you and I chatting about that at the time, Chase. Yep, and uh, I I personally think he is. Uh, I mean, a lot of people can argue that Lamar's better. He's got the MVP. Um, but just p- the way, if you've watched them play this season, I mean, I feel like it's not that close of an argument uh, or, you know, debate. Josh Allen has played MVP caliber. It sucks that Aaron Rodgers is having an awesome, like, phenomenal <laughs> year because Josh Allen would be a serious consideration for that for that award. But, uh, no, yeah, I know you were big on Josh. I was big on Josh. I was like, this is our guy. And now people are, you know, people are like, hey, Buffalo's got their new Jim Kelly, and they're going to ride Josh Allen for years to come, and they're going to, you know, we're going to be in this. We're back, baby. America, we're back. Buckle up, baby, because we're going to be in this position, I think, in this game years to come and it's not going to be consecutive i don't know if it's going to be consecutive but we'll be back (laughs) i am going as a final score in this game i have the uh gosh i got the bills winning this one another shootout 31 27 i also think mahomes is going to suit up and there's part of me that's like with mahomes playing i just want to hope and know that he's all right but there's part of me that just fears, you know, it's a dangerous sport. And if he has a concussion and he just was concussed a week ago, I don't think you should be out on a football field if that's the case. Now, there are doctors who know a lot more than I do, but I do think that if Mahomes were to not play this week, unfortunately, obviously, that'd be a huge ratings hit, huge ratings hit. Yeah. But I think that would end up being could potentially be better for the NFL with that public relations there and developing that reputation coming out of what they were kind of dealing with for the last five years uh, with all the CTE stuff that was bigger about five years ago. But I think that there's part of me that's just like, as much as I, I, I deal, ideally I want a healthy Mahomes out there. Number one, I want to see that matchup, but there's part of me that if he is out there, that's going to be watching a little nervously, scared that something's going to happen to him. I totally understand. And I hope, you know, the integrity of the Chiefs in the NFL, I hope they do the right thing. Because, listen, speaking for myself, and I think a majority of Bills fans, we want to see Patrick Mahomes on the field. We don't want to play them with Henny back there. We, we want to be, have the chance to beat them at, you know, with Mahomes behind the rain because we want to be the team that takes them out to prove, you know, we can. Everybody's doubted us, say we can't beat the Pats and Bill and win the AFC and, win beat the ravens and you know we're here and and i think we're going to take and i think we're more than capable to take out the chiefs with patrick mahomes so i'm hoping we get the opportunity to do so but like you said i hope he is okay if he is ruled good to go and you know no further uh serious injury occurs from that but uh so what was your final score 34 31 27 which 31, is similar i also had four points on the other side of thing i had tampa 38 34 so I got I got the Bills 31-27. And the other thing is, even if he's 100% fine, it's really hard to go back to the Super Bowl two years in a row. Yeah, and not a lot of, not a lot of quarterbacks do that. And yeah. uh, so my final score prediction is Buffalo Bills winning this game 34-27. 
with the potential of it of uh you know that that margin becoming greater i i do think we're gonna we're gonna take control and i think it's gonna be noticeably you know we're gonna be in control for a good chunk of the game and they're gonna be playing from behind that's just my take we'll see 34 27 buffalo bills with the victory um ooh, cheapest tickets at arrowhead 1049 per ticket that's crazy nate uh because i looked earlier and it was like i saw some for like five six thousand wow that's interesting, but yeah, I think uh, my my beloved Bills are gonna ride the wave, and we're gonna face off against Brady himself in the Super Bowl. <laughs> what a story, though, right? Can we just talk about it real quick? Like Bills finally yeah. get over the hump of of Bill. Can can the Bills take out Belichick and, and these Pats? And they do. We sweep the AFC East, have a stellar year. You know, then can we win a playoff game? Boom, we beat the Colts. But can the Bills stop former MVP Lamar Jackson? No, no way, right? This running game, no. And we do it. I mean, they score three points. And then a lot of people, can they take out Mahomes? If we do it. And then, yeah, that's why Anthony just said, how does Tom feel about, or how does Chase feel about potentially facing Tom Brady in the Super Bowl? Um, lots of Bills lose the matchup. Yeah, and then it's going to be the, the David versus Goliath. You know, can they finally take out Tom? And I'm not going to say my prediction here, but I am excited you know, just to be in, in this opportunity to play, to become, you know, to be in the Super Bowl. I, this, I've never witnessed the Bills win a playoff game in my lifetime. So, it, I, listen, I'm sitting at like the, the highest of highs right now. So, <laughs> I, I think Bills 34 27, lock it in. It's going to be a heck of a game, offensive shootout. But uh, I think Josh is going to absolutely cook, absolutely cook. All right. We got to wrap this thing up in about yeah, two and a half minutes. So, one last time, I'm going to bring Nate in here real quick. Nate, how do we do today? You guys are rocking it. You're killing it, except for your predictions on the Packers. You know? <laughs> like, uh, you know, I think I think President Trump, you know, pardoned the Packers for the beatdown they're going to put on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers before he left oh, office. So, yeah, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. That's the one thing you guys are missing. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Well, thank you for all your contributions tonight, Nate. This was a lot of fun having you here. Of course. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thank you, Nate. All right, for. Uh, Really uh, great job tonight, Chase. It was a lot of fun, and hopefully in about a week. Well, next week there will be no live stream because there aren't any – no football live stream. Yeah. We might have some other stuff. We got to talk about what's coming up on the podcast here. Yeah, could you could do something interesting on the on the bye week, huh? Maybe a, a little impromptu Jeopardy with the bye week. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I no, love no, the man. Jeopardy so much, so it's like, but yeah, that's a lot for Anthony. And yeah, no, no, no. We setup, we but. won't do that. But maybe some of our. I, it seems that these uh, live streams people have enjoyed them. Yeah, you so could do I want a fun live stream. Yeah, I definitely want to bring more podcasts to the video world next week. I'm going to have a great guest joining me on Monday to recap the games. Buddy of mine from Nutrier High School, Grant Forsyth, who has not appeared on the podcast quite yet, but uh, he's itching to come on and talk some football. He's a He played some football in high school, didn't get a lot of minutes, but he was on the roster. Uh, fun guy. So he'll be a lot of fun. And then later in the week, I will be speaking with Jake Poliga. And we will be talking, you know, Chase, as I mentioned, we only got a couple more weeks of football here, uh, which sad is days. sad days for some. Uh, and, you know, I love football. I, I have enjoyed podcasting on football, but we're about to enter into Jack's happiest, best time of the year, because that means college basketball starting next week and running, uh, I guess, at least 
we're going to do it next week. And then we'll starting at least the, at earliest the week after the Super Bowl might start sooner than that. Every single week from then on through the end of the NCAA tournament, at least one college basketball episode per week. Yeah, that sounds exciting. And it is fun time. I mean, not a lot is more exciting than college basketball, you know, and especially when that bracket comes out, it's just like <laughs> madness. It really is. It's March madness. And uh, so it is definitely exciting times. And then with that, you have the NFL draft and then the start of spring training. And That's, so I, it's, it's uh, that. Yeah. because Jake and I will be talking in addition to college basketball, we'll talk some hot stove. What's going on this MLB off season. And, as Anthony and I alluded to, we're going to be doing those preview shows and talking about all the divisions that'll be coming up sometime in February. So we got a lot of great stuff to look forward to. I'm really excited. I think it's gonna be a great year. Yeah, it's super exciting. And you know, sports are we're back with sports and yeah. you know, fans are slowly starting to become, you know, able to get to the game. So it's exciting times, you know what I mean? And anytime you have sports, it's it's happy days for us. So uh <laughs> no, I, I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to all that, Vita. I, thank you so much for having me today. And I'm glad I could fill in for Jordan. I hope I, f- I filled the shoes pretty well. But uh Great I job. appreciate you. I gotta go grab some dinner. All right, all right. You uh, wanna throw out your social media Twitter handle? Again, not the biggest Twitter guy, okay. so I'm just gonna say, uh, you know, support Jack where you guys can because he's a great friend of mine, and I absolutely love the uh, the podcast and everything he does. So I know he mentioned that PayPal, which I just now I'm hearing about. So I appreciate <laughs> you letting me know about that, Jack. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me, man. Go Buffalo! I hope everyone at home, whoever's watching this, is, is cheering on the Bills this weekend. Uh, you know, because it's gonna be an awesome game, and it would mean the world to me to get to that uh, to the big one. But thank you, Jack. I appreciate you, man. Oh, pleasure having you on as always, Chase. Thank you very much. All right, guys. So I'm going to wrap this up now by myself here. Uh, (laughs) Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you to everyone who's joining in on the podcast feed. We got a lot, as I mentioned, a lot of great stuff to look forward to. So make sure you're hitting that subscribe button here on YouTube or on the podcast feed. If you want to help me in making this thing, it's a full-time thing for me, and I'm trying to grow this audience Share the show with someone that you know that might like it, who likes sports. You know, we're we're having a lot of fun conversations here. We're we try to keep it funny, lighthearted. We talk sports, uh, go deep into information and not politics, not anything divisive. Uh, we do fun stuff, have fun conversations, and we don't have screaming matches. So lots of great stuff here on the Jack Vita show. If you like that please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That's another thing you can do. And so uh, even if you don't want to give any money, I'm not asking for financial support, but if you can share this with anyone and you can uh, you know, send my, send my website, send my podcast, leave a review, subscribe to the show, it'll go a long way for me. If you want to find me on social media, you can at Twitter, at my Twitter is at Jack Vita Show. Same for my Instagram, facebook.com slash Jack Vita Show, youtube.com slash Jack Vita, TikTok is at Jack Vita, and finally, as always, go to jackvita.com and check out all the stuff we're working on over there. All right, great episodes coming up pretty soon. Make sure you subscribe, make sure you tune in. Until then, however, I'm Jack Vita. Bring in the dancing lobsters. <laughs>